popularly there is misconception even our supreme court has said it is a way of life which is not true hindu dharma is vision of truth and for that vision of the truth it gives us very clear vision of life and way of life way of life itself is not dharma way of life is a means for the vision of the truth the our sanatan or vedic dharma popularly called as hindu dharma we before we talk of the temples i think we need to have some clarity about it popularly called as hindu religion and with the elections around those who are not hindus are talking about hindu and hindutva so i would like to put the traditional view first and connection with the temple and then we can discuss the problem i will not like to use the word religion dharma is a right word sanatan dharma is not something that somebody founded it at a given time it is there since the beginning of creation and it will be there till the end of creation and the new cycle comes it will come that is why it is called sanatan dharma we had have avatars in rama and krishna manushya avatara they were they were the, not the one who started this dharma at a given time they were born in this dharma and they lived according to our sanatan dharma at the outset i would like to make this particular point very clear popularly there is misconception even our supreme court has said it is a way of life which is not true hindu dharma is vision of truth and for that vision of the truth it gives us very clear vision of life and way of life way of life itself is not dharma way of life is a means for the vision of the truth what is the truth it can be something relative a physicist tries to find the truth of the particles chemist may try to find the truth of some chemicals our rishis and vedas reveal the truth of everything and the word everything is explained with a model of three categories it's a model one i the individual the experiencer the sentient being in shastric language called as jiva and the world around and here and here after seen or unseen known or unknown called jagat aham and idam 
this eye and this world. And one thing is also evident, none of the eyes have created this entire universe. The third is the creator, the Ishwara. And the vision of the truth is, Jeev, Jagat and Ishwara are expression of one reality called as Brahman. Very famous statement of the Upanishad, Isha Vasyam Idam Sarva. Or Sarvam Khaluidam Brahma, Nehara Anastik Inchanityadi. There are so many Vakyas available in Vedas and our Shastras. Even the very word Purusha, the very first Ruchas of the Purusha Sukta also reveals Purusha Evedagum Sarvam. Purusha is everything. And that reality being one and non dual is non separate from me. That reality being infinite cannot exclude me. I am one with the reality, and the entire Jagat is also one with the reality. That is the vision. So we are not the tradition of faith. We are tradition of knowledge. When I go to certain conferences at international level, they address us as the leaders from the various faiths. We are not faith-based religion. We are knowledge tradition. And each teacher Gains has a vision and has a capacity. If he or she knows the sampradaya of teaching, to communicate this vision, what he has or he or she has, to the students. Where the Vyasi had that vision and he communicated to his shishyas, and it came down to Shankaracharyajis and it came down to my teacher. And a famous example we have. In Swami Vivekanandaji and Ramakrishna Paramahamsi, when he Vivekanandaji questioned, have you seen God? And he said, not only I have seen, but I can make you see as well. That is not possible when it is faith-based religion. That is possible when it is knowledge tradition. Every competent teacher can say this if he or she knows the subject matter. And if he or she has the capacity to communicate the subject matter and the student is ready, teacher can certainly communicate the vision. There is no Danya Gati Ratra Vidyate, Yamaraja says to Nachiketa, there is no possibility that you can escape this vision. To gain this vision, our, our Vedas have given view of life. That is called Chaturvid Purusharthas, Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. And the way of life is Varanasham Dharma or Samanya Dharmas and Vishesha Dharmas. In English, the language itself has limitations. Every language has its own limitation when the given society doesn't have the vision, doesn't have the concept, doesn't have the knowledge. They don't have a proper word for that particular thing, which is there in other culture. Like even we, in all Indian languages, beginning from Punjabi, Haryanvi to Malayali and Gujarati to Bengali, none of our languages have a synonym for Wi-Fi. 
Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi. And mobile is mobile. We don't have a synonym because we didn't have the concept. The confusion is here where certain words of our language, Sanskrit language, were interpreted differently, not understanding the exact meaning of it. Somehow those who translated didn't study the language properly. Even in the constitution also, there is some interpretations where it is just opposite to what the our Shastras means or what we mean. Like the word Dharma is not synonym for religion. Religion is faith. Our Dharma Shabda has primarily two meanings. Dharma means your kartavya, the duty, what you ought to do and what you ought not to do. You open Manusmriti or open Valmiki Ramayana or Mahabharata or any text, you will find chapters and chapters enumerating Brahmana Dharma, Kshatriya Dharma, Grahastha Dharma, Vanaprastha Dharma. Even now we use this word, Dharma is a way of life. That is why in marriage there is a word, Sahadharmachari, Sahadharmacharini Bhava. Even Janakaraja tells about Janki that word. Even in our vernacular languages, we call this, use this word, Swamiji Ameri Dharma Patni hai. And another meaning of Dharma is the truth. But they interpreted as religion. They don't have word for punya. There is a word for sin. Papam, there is a sin. Because you are born sinner. I don't know how they say. <laughs> and we say you are Nitya Shuddha Buddha Mukta from birth. They say you are a sinner. And there is no word for punya. Swami Dayaninji used to say, no, no, they have an English word for punya. What is the word? Punya. Okay. <laughs> what is the word for yoga? Yoga. So they have not understood our religion. Hindu way of life, since it is entire creation is manifestation of Ishwara, for us, for a Hindu, everything is sacred. The world is not for meant for men's consumption. Amare liye jagat bhogya nahi hai. Amare liye jagat pujya hai. Unless and until you discover this vision, there are the attitudes given by our culture. That everything is Ishwara. And for that we have temples to inculcate this attitude that nothing belongs to me. Very aptly enumerated in this bhajan, Jai Jagadish Hare. This vision is so permeating in this culture. Whether you see this, our Tulsi Ramayana, Tulsi Dasji would say, When you look at all the vernacular poets, who religious poems, religious bhajans, they all say the same thing that creation is, Nothing but manifestation of one divine. In our perception, everything is divine. To develop the attitude of divinity, even building a house is a divine thing. Therefore, we have Vastu Pujanam. 
and therefore for us lakshmi ji also is divine we don't say god created man in his own image and the world for the man's consumption we strongly believe we share the same biological space as any other creature and we have to have this attitude of divinity and therefore in our culture whatever belongs to me is is not mine ultimately it is ishwara and to develop this attitude we always offer everything to ishwara that is why there is a concept of hundi in our religious places which is not there in any other religion it is so imbibed in hindus even if you go to us where the temples are there religious places are there there are parking lots in any public place the first parking lots are for physically handicapped people but uh, you will see find in temples in new jersey and california and other areas where hindu population hindu diaspora is more there is a slot for puja car puja parking slot even when we buy a car we offer it to ishwara when a baby is born we offer it to ishwara and that was the attitude of our kings aptly reflected in ramayana story that's good old story of bharata taking the paduka of shri rama and putting on the throne and ruling the kingdom it implies this isha vasyam idam sarvam oh bhagwan kingdom belongs to you you are the owner i am just the manager that is why even today rath yatra in jagannath puri king himself will broom the road i am the servant of ishwara nothing belongs to me what bhagwan says in karma yoga and in bhagavad gita all along tat tat kuru madarpanam ruling also was an offering to ishwara king never looked upon kingdom as my own and whatever kings had they get, that was kept for the lord because he is the master king had elephants therefore all over south india temples have elephants for bhagwan king had a chariot bhagwan had a golden chariot king had a cook bhagwan has a cook there are temple cooks there are temple vajitra there are veda veda party etc and that's how our temples are extremely rich every hindu felt that we have to offer it to bhagwan because it belongs to bhagwan now as i mentioned in previous session since colonial times whatever may be the reasons there may be many reasons but fundamentally it was the proposition that hindu places of worship are unaccountable and they are discriminatory they created a narrative that we are discriminatory there may be one or two cases or maybe many cases of it but that doesn't give the state the right to control the temples what very rightly and aptly said by justice vekata chalaya state's job is to regulate not control the places of worship and we are so unfortunate even in india other than hindu religious places of worship belonging to other religions they are neither managed nor controlled nor even regulated and the very proposition that there is unaccountability and discrimination 
is more glaring in government management. You are, all of you have had small booklet in what we gave you. There is ample cases, number of cases where government has misused, you know, the money that belongs to Hindus, the money that is sacred. It doesn't belong to anyone, it is Bhagavad money. And that in the promise of equality and justice, they are taking over the temples. But then, these devotees' money which are given with the bhava are misused and often for purposes other than Hindu's purpose. A devotee when gives a money, it implies that it is for Hindu. Our plea in the case is Hindu money for Hindu cause. We want our money back. We want it to be used only for the Hindu causes. It is against the very principle of charity. And that is the plea with which we are working on the case. And as Justice Venkatachali as he said, we want to evolve the way forward. Therefore, we have a brainstorming exercise. And as I mentioned in the previous session, we will also look into how the money and the resources of the temples are misused. What are its implications? Already taken place for century, for a couple of centuries on Hindu society, Hindu dharma and Hindu culture. And I see a very bright future that once we have these resources, we can rejuvenate, we can re-empower and we can hold our dharma and culture more strongly than ever. We don't need government support. We have capabilities to manage our efforts. Hindus have shraddhas. Hindus have resources to give for dharma and culture and rashtra. We will protect the rashtra. And because of not having this control over the temples, and because of the policies, either out of ignorance or out of political ideologies or political compulsion, whatever it may be, they have been systematically destroying the culture, systematically destroying the religion, and systematically thereby destroying Rashtra. Bharat Matas can be there, survive, only when culture and dharma survives. It is its prana. You cannot have Bharat without culture, Hindu culture and Hindu religion. And we are trying, working on this particular project. I solicit support of all those legal luminaries who are here. We want to, as Venkatsali has said, we have to frame this particular law, if we are target for constitutional amendment if necessary. Constitution needs to define these words. What is Dharma? What is Sampradaya? Sampradaya is not denominations that is there in the Constitution. Like there are so many confusions are there. And some of the judgments, we have listed the judgments. Some of the learned judges not having proper, proper exposure to Sanskrit language and not having proper exposure to the vision of the Shastras, I find that some of the judgments are very, very detrimental and contradictory to Hindu vision, way, vision and way of life.
that also we need to challenge. With these expectations, we are going around. And uh, as rightly, whatever little I understood, Sri Santoshji said, it is like starting with a boat in an ocean. It's a long journey. Then I have a confidence because this is, I see that this is our Rushi Runa. Hum honge kamyab ek din. But we have to start somewhere and we'll start with a confidence. Like Ram Mandir, when we started, we never knew that we'll get back this so easily. And we start with the hope, at least I hope before I die, I want to see what legitimately belongs to Hindus should come back to Hindus. With these words of this hope, and I am very happy to say this. It may look a little political statement, but I happen to know the present leaders who are ruling the world, ruling the country. It's true, they are the world leaders also. As far as their commitment to dharma, commitment to culture, and their commitment to Rashtra is concerned, integrity is 100 plus percent. And I am sure they understand the sensitivity of this case. And I am not only sure but confident that we will have the necessary support within the framework of the Constitution, of course, and, and we will gain this with this hope. I again thank all of you, and in particular, Jagat Guru Sri 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 Swami Nirvanath, for in spite of his busy schedule and so many commitments, he personally took interest in getting on board such legal luminaries with us. So I appreciate that. Appreciate the presence of our board member, Acharya Sri Krishnamaniji, and Kashi Shungeri Shakaracharyaji has taken personal interest in that. Because of certain maryadas, he has not been able to join us.